0: Hey guys, uh, as we start a new year, it's my practice normally to write a letter to the church, um, kind of reflecting on what God has done and uh, what He will do in 2022. And so I had an announcement or two to make, and uh, I hope that you wouldn't mind me uh, kind of writing this letter of sorts in this video in addition to providing those announcements. Uh, But before I begin, I think it's just helpful for us to remind ourselves of where we are in this place and time. Paul talks about this in Acts chapter 17, that God ordains the allotted periods and boundaries and times in which we live. And it's important to note the kind of cultural pressures that are around us so as to know how to walk that narrow and bumpy road that leads to the narrow gate and not swerve to the left or the right. Uh, And what we've been finding is just that. We've seen the church, sadly, over the course of the last couple of years, you've seen some uh, churches swerve kind of to one ditch on one side where they're emphasizing gospel doctrine to the neglect of gospel culture. Otherwise, in other words, they're emphasizing the truth of the word, but they're doing so to the neglect of the character of Christ and his word. You know, that compassion, mercy, grace, uh, uh, just the interest in justice for the marginalized, and like that's been de-emphasized in favor of gospel doctrine. Uh, And so then there's the other ditch over here where we've seen churches where they've gone the opposite way they've kind of over gospel culture we need to be kind and merciful and loving and caring for the poor the weak the vulnerable of course yes and amen but they've done so a lot of times uh in neglect to gospel doctrine right and so what we need to have right is a gospel doctrine and a gospel culture that is beautifully uh and majestically woven together because that's who Jesus is. That's what he was like and that's what he did is he had both gospel doctrine and gospel culture. And so we're finding ourselves uh, in a time in which it's hard to hold those two in balance. It's always been the case at some level, it's just been more intense in recent years. And so what do we do? How how do we as a church, as we look forward into 2022, how do we navigate these times? How can we stay on mission for the glory of Christ, care for one another, and properly reflect the truth of the word while also not neglecting the character of that word? Well, I think the thing the Lord has been pressing on me is a few things. First, I think we need to get back to the basics. We've got to really get back to sound doctrine. Paul says to Timothy to teach sound doctrine. He warns. Timothy, that in the last days, people will start jettisoning uh, the truth, but instead just follow, surround themselves with teachers that will just say what they wanna hear. And so we gotta get back to a place where we understand, all right, exactly what does the Bible teach and why? And uh, sound doctrine, just get back to the roots, kind of pushing off the stuff that maybe we've thrown in over the course of years in ways we shouldn't. So we gotta get back to just a clear, sound doctrine. And then secondly, we've got to get real clear on that gospel culturally. We've got to get real clear on what it looks like to live out that gospel. Uh, so kind of a get clear on the doctrine, get clear on what the doctrine ought to lead to. And so, so as to, to keep attentive to those two ditches that we don't swerve one way or the other, but learn really clearly how to keep those two together. So that's what I I, I wanna help us think about over the course of this year in 2022 is try to get really clear on doctrine and on the culture of that doctrine that the church ought to be teaching and emphasizing and modeling to a lost and dying world. And so how are we gonna do that in 2022? Well, in all the normal ways in which we, those core rhythms of uh, corporate gatherings, community groups, and discipling relationships. But I just wanna get a little bit more specific. Uh, As it relates to the gospel doctrine piece, Uh, There's there's going to be some trainings over the course of this coming year that I hope that you'll really try to eagerly emphasize and be there if you're able to be um, in an effort to try to get really clear on what the Bible teaches. And the first of those things that I want to emphasize is uh, this coming up starting uh, January next Wednesday. I think that's January the 12th. uh, Next Wednesday starting at 615 to 730. I'm just going to start a simple Bible study with dinner, um, and I realize that this is kind of this stinks for some of you because you're going to have you have Wednesday night community groups, or you have other plans or whatever the case may be. I recognize that this is not for everybody, um, but uh, that's it gets more difficult as our church grows to know how to institute such trainings as this. But nevertheless, uh, starting January the 12th at 6:15, from 6:15 to 6:45, we're going to do what churches have been doing for dozens and dozens and dozens of years that we've not been able to do because we've not had the resources, but we do now. We're gonna have dinner together for those first 30 minutes. So uh, uh, we've figured out some solutions so you can have some high level of confidence that the food will be edible. Uh, So we're thinking about maybe uh, putting together some lasagnas, throw them in the oven we have down there in the kitchen, get them warmed up, and then you come in and you eat. You bring your family. There's no childcare, but it's okay. Let them be loud, let them do their homework, let them I don't know, do whatever it is they do, but it's okay if they're a little loud and it's a little noisy. But we can have fellowship together. It's one of the things that we need to do. The pandemic has pushed us apart in so many ways, and it continues to struggle to do that. Uh, But we've got to find ways to carefully, understandably, reasonably come together if we're able. And that's one of the things I want to do with this Wednesday night study, is just have some fellowship over the table, table fellowship. But then, emphasizing that doctrine, two main things. over this Bible study, I just wanna help you see how to go about studying the Bible. How do we arrive at the truth? How is it we think through interpreting the Bible and coming to good conclusions about it? Uh, So just studying the Bible, that's what it's gonna do from 6.45 to 7.30, hard stop, is we're gonna walk through the book of Mark and just see how to study the Bible. I'm gonna try to, we'll do that real time, back and forth, informal gathering. That's the first thing, teaching you how to study the Bible. Second thing is to see along the way, since we're studying Mark, along the way who Jesus is and what he taught uh, and what that means for us. And that's what we'll do over the course of that study through the book of Mark. uh, We'll do it all the way to the end of February is in that Bible study, see who Jesus is, what Jesus taught, and what that means for us. And in there, we'll come to some basic conclusions about what it means to, to, uh, to know God and to live out the love of God. And so that's on Wednesday nights starting next uh Wednesday night, 615 to 730. Again, I understand that not everybody can make it or even interested in making it, but I hope that will be one vessel to help train us in gospel doctrine and gospel culture. Um, That's one piece to address that. The second thing that I wanna emphasize as it relates to gospel culture that we're gonna try to emphasize in 2022. The first half of this year, we're gonna be walking through the book of James that will start this coming Sunday. The book of James is very focused on gospel culture. Uh, It's very practical. If you're looking for some practical sermons, you're gonna love this. Uh, So James is very focused on being doers of the word and he's focused on being doers of the word in such a way as to not love the world and so he's going to help us walk that narrow road in between uh, the two ditches that i mentioned before and so that's going to start on sunday this coming sunday we'll walk through the book of james and also our community groups will get back into the rhythms that they had in the past last semester on the whole was not a great success so we're going back to the way that we normally do it most of the groups are And so uh, you're gonna be meeting every single week, just working through what James is teaching us about gospel doctrine, gospel culture. And so that's gonna be a new kind of a revisiting of rhythms to our church to help us in this effort so that we can understand the truth and what it looks like to live it out, community groups and preaching through the book of James. And then the third and final thing, well actually two more things. The third thing that I would want to emphasize so as to help us really excel in 2022 and walk that narrow, beautiful uh, road to that narrow gate. The third thing would be just to emphasize our life together. Uh, One of the things I like to do at at the end of every year is to read our church covenant just personally and read through that just to remind myself what was it I committed to this church, not as a pastor, just as a Christian. And so read through that church covenant because that church covenant tells us how we live our life out with one another. And so read through that. I would encourage you to really think of ways in which you can do life together to strengthen one another's love for Christ and to encourage one another on towards the truth in love. And so uh, read through that covenant, think about life together. We're gonna have a number of training events over the course of this year. We'll keep doing our men's and women's retreats. Uh, I hope that you're gonna have dinner table fellowship where you're talking about meaningful things together, bearing each other's burdens, laughing with those that laugh, weeping with those that weep, taking walks together, reading books together in twos and threes and fours, um, whatever just our life together. We even hope to provide some outreaches to the community. Hopefully when the weather warms up and maybe the pandemic stuff slows down, we can maybe do some outreach stuff to bring people to this property because we have not really been able to fully enjoy it as much. And so that's the life together piece, that more natural stuff that's not as programmed. Uh, That will help us towards walking that narrow road of gospel doctrine and gospel culture. And then fourthly and finally, man, I feel the need to pray more than I ever have. Uh, My goodness, I feel my weakness and my inefficiencies and my insecurities and my uh, just failings. I I feel how no matter what I might think, how I might plan, how I'm able to accomplish nothing apart from Christ. And so I feel the need to pray now more than I ever have. These moments over the last couple years have taught me that I'm still learning how to excel in prayer. I hope that you'll learn in 2022, that we as a church will learn how to pray together. So we'll continue to have that first Sunday night of every month at five, from five to 615, where we'll spend a lot of time in prayer. That'll be a prayer gathering. And uh, we did that just this past Sunday. It's so sweet. It's become one of my favorite parts of our life together. Uh, But also, I hope that in your community groups, you'll spend more time in prayer. We tend to kind of tack prayer on. I hope that you'll not do that. But instead, learn to pray together, thanking God for things, confessing sin to him, and pleading with God to do great things amidst us and in the world for his glory, to keep us on that narrow road. So prayer is something that I really hope to emphasize this year. I want to emphasize doctrine. I want to emphasize life in that doctrine. I want to emphasize prayer that will keep us there, pleading with God to keep us on that narrow road and pleading with God to do great things amongst our brothers and sisters around the world. Also, we hope to get back to traveling back over to Iraq to see our brothers and sisters there. Uh, and help that work there, in addition to so many other things, like the men's and women's retreats, like the Bible studies that will happen, the ladies' Bible study in the summer, and all these other things that we normally do. But, brothers and sisters, I just want to conclude this by saying uh, that I am more hopeful, more excited, now than I have ever been. Those are not just words. It is the truth. I am seeing, in my estimation, I'm watching the major narratives of the world fall apart. They just don't fit together. The gospel worldview, the biblical worldview with the glorious and beautiful Christ seated at the right hand of the majesty on high, I see that worldview stand up over and against all of the others. All the other ones are falling apart. And uh, for me, I'm so hopeful about what Christ is doing amidst these difficult times. We gotta remind ourselves, guys, that God does his best work amidst trials and tribulations. That's always been the case, right? That's always been the case, right? We can think back to the times in which Abraham and Sarah had 25 years of barrenness Right, And amidst of that was when the time when Abraham looked at the stars and God made that promise to him and he believed and out eventually came Isaac. We can think about uh, the Israelites being enslaved for 420 years, which eventually led to one of their greatest moments of the exodus from Egypt by the blood of the Lamb. And of course, how could we forget Christ being crucified, terrible darkness, only to rise three days later. And even the church, when we read the book of Acts, we see time and again, right? Stephen is killed, persecuted for his faith, and the church fans out. And then as it does, it plants churches. And Paul goes to these places, and churches are planted all over the world. God does his best work amidst terrible... and trials and tribulations and uncertain times, which gives me reason to be hopeful for what's coming in 2022. I hope that's the case for you. I hope that you have that same kind of hopeful, biblically minded optimism that we ought to have as Christians, that the best is in front of us. And so I love you. I love this church. There's no place else I'd rather be. And I'm excited about what God is going to do in the coming year. Because I believe that good things are in front of us because God promises good things to be uh, in front of us. And I'm hopeful that as we think about these different things, as we try to emphasize the truth, as we try to emphasize life in that truth, and as we try to pray each other on and encourage each other on in that, we have the opportunity to be a bright and shining light in Ward 3 in ways that all the other narratives are falling apart. We can stand up and say, come, come to Jesus. Know Him, love Him, trust Him. So I hope that you'll uh, prayerfully recommit yourself again to Christ, most importantly, to the church that you've already committed yourself to uh, by reading that covenant, spending some time in prayer to start your year and looking forward to some meaningful ways like that Wednesday night Bible study, like community groups, like discipling, new discipling relationships uh, where we can give ourselves to each other as we give ourselves to Christ. So let's look forward to a good 2022 as we try and emphasize the truth, gospel doctrines, so that we can be sure and stand on firm ground in life in that doctrine, gospel culture, as we pray and beg God to keep us on that road and to use us for the sake of his glory in this community and even around the world. I love you. Happy New Year. Look forward to a life together in this great year.